Welcome back to From the Stands Podcast. This is From the Stands Podcast for the fans, by the fans, from the stands. I'm your host, Santa Managaza, and I'm joined today by my co-host, good mate, Ndap Lutnbrr, Kanyamafunda. Yo guys, uh, obviously it's always great to be back. Um, today we'll be tackling on part two of the intro to Formula One crash course. Uh, produced, uh, directed, produced influence whatever by sandiso so that, that was that was great um i was asking sandiso was grilling sandiso on a, on a yeah. couple of questions everything you need to know to get into f1 um that part that part uh that part one of this podcast is available on yeah all of our platforms um spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, anchor pocket cast breaker wherever you guys can find your like your podcast make sure you check out part one of this podcast um part one of this episode actually formula one introduction, introduction to formula, formula one, one f101 it was actually such a great episode and we like, literally enjoyed it we were in it we were speaking about the intricacies you were asking questions i was giving you stories as well like yeah. also plugging you with also formula one youtube so yeah, definitely check it, yeah. Def- so, definitely check it out yeah guys so obviously um of Say has been watching. I mean, we learned that podcast. I learned a lot. Yeah, you know, like yeah. the podcast. Yeah. As much as it's, it's literally a way if you want to get into the sport, which I did. Um, you know, it's how you. It's it's, it's such an informatory yeah kind of kind of kind of part, and it was it's it's it really follows in depth what you need like to understand about F one, mm. which is way more than it seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's always way more than it's way more than a season. And we even spoke about that in, in, in the part in the one part, that yeah. you thought it was just simple racing well, and think, it wasn't yeah, that deep. Exactly. And you think it's it's literally that, but it's it's got so much to it. It's so interesting and yeah. um, it's got a lot to it. But let's get into this today's episode. Yeah. So part two, part two will be kicking off with us. Um, uh, well, not us, Sandiso. Well, well, me grilling Sandiso <laughs> about you know. How the season has gone so so far? I think we what halfway through. This is the mid- yeah. This is the mid-season break as it stands. Okay. In terms of races, we aren't halfway through technically, but yeah, halfway yeah. through. So you know, it's the it's the mid-season break. Um, it's it's been an interesting it's been an interesting year, I <laughs> think. <laughs> really? Um, but f- for you, Seda, who or what has been? Your surprise, like the surprise package of the season, like the dark horse so far. Well, dark horse, I would say. Ooh, who would I say dark horse? That's a very interesting question. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about that. You know, dark horse, I would say, in terms of driver, Lando Norris. Oh, from McLaren. Interesting. So, uh, all right, break that down. What, what what's what's impressed you from Lando? So Lando's pace, like okay, so getting into intricacies of Lando's season. Lando's season is very good as it stands. He's currently sitting P three in the 
drivers uh, drivers um, drivers championship sorry with 113 points right that's I mean he's the best of the top two being Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen and I mean that's that's a title challenge that I mean was kind of expected leading up into the season and has materialized to being a great title challenge but you would expect either Valtteri Bottas or um, Sergio Perez to be occupying the number three spot because at the end of the day, the Red Bull and the Mercedes cars are two, are two of the best cars in the grid, yeah. right? And that's the reason why Max and, and Lewis are so far ahead and they in a title challenge because those two, car, those two cars are evenly matched in terms of pace. And like, I mean, this is just speaking on a broader sense. I think Mercedes is a much better car, but the ground that Red Bull has done to actually get their car to where it is, you would expect Sergio Perez and Valtteri Bottas to be actually doing better. But you've got Lando Norris, who's coming from a McLaren team. They've got a very good car. But what's also surprising about Lando and why I was I, I'm gravitating towards him is that he's also got a new he's got a new teammate in Daniel Ricciardo. And Daniel Ricciardo is a very well-respected guy, um, highly acclaimed in terms of in Formula One, multiple pole positions, multiple race wins. Um, like I mean he's got the cv he is that guy so you would expect ricardo to actually do better and to unsettle um lando norris because you would assume lando norris is the junior driver between the two but lando norris is wiping the floor yeah i'd like to express my disappointment in daniel <laughs> like i go ahead like, go ahead um like I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a huge, huge, um, well, obviously as huge as a starter can be. Yeah. But I'm a McLaren fan, and obviously Danrick, well, from what I have known, from the information that I've been fed, this guy is a superstar driver. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I'm expecting superstar driver with this rookie who just, uh, or not rookie anymore, but yeah, like this young, this youngest nigga who was, <laughs> who was you know, who was kicking some ass mm, and mm, mm. essentially was just, because it felt like one of those things where Dan would be grooming this guy's talent. Yeah. Not wipe, and eventually, you know, and eventually Lando, yeah, even, like even if they turn soon, mm, you, you wouldn't, you don't expect it to be this bad or this lopsided. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's so bad for McLaren or, because like one driver is pulling the weight Potentially of two. I mean, they they basically where they expected to be. Yeah. But that's not because of Daniel Daniel Ricciardo at all. Yeah, no, it isn't. It isn't. I mean, even throughout this season, um, what's this? Lando Norris has multiple podiums and Daniel Ricciardo, nothing. You know, like it's not even not even top three. And I mean, even the difference between the two, Lando's got 113 points, and I think Daniel's sitting on 50 points. Yeah. That's a 63 yeah, point swing. That's crazy. That's, that's, that is a big gap for someone who is in the third best car. Daniel Ricard is supposed to be doing And that. the exact same car exactly, as his teammate. Exactly. And I want to actually get into it, um, if you don't mind, in terms of ahead, why Daniel Ricardo is probably struggling within my own, own opinion. So Daniel Ricardo. I'll just give you like a quick short backstory to it. Daniel Ricciardo was a driver who came through the Red Bull um, Driver Academy, as we've explained in the previous episode. So he went through Toro Rosso, went up into um, went up into Red Bull, 
right? So he was a driver for. He was oh, good he enough was to Toro be a driver. Rosso. Yeah, he started. Yeah. So he started out at Toro Rosso, then went. He got uh, promoted up to the, the what's this, the Red Bull seat. Um, and his first, his who, first. Who did, whose place did he take? You know, he took Mark Webber's place. Mark Webber. Mark How Webber's was Mark Webber as a driver? So, Just briefly, like uh, briefly, in the probably the best number two you can. No, no, one of the best number twos you can argue. Like, didn't trouble Seb. Seb won. The quadruple with Mark as his partner, but Mark wasn't as good because his points in comparison to what Seb, um, was, doing. Seb was doing was just like too great, even the gap in terms of qualifying. So he was just basically the best number two. But Mark uh, Mark Webber also came into Red Bull to be the experienced driver because they were a new team, right? And they've got this driver academy, so they can't. So he was that experienced driver who was like there just to be that steady hand yeah, within the team go. you know get you. yeah um so, but and then um how how did they do in the construction constructors oh, no, so, so they say well, red bull still won for um those four years so, those yeah, four cons- years. Yeah, so they were one constructors as well yes so he was pulling his weight so he yeah. was pulling his weight but like you would expect him to put his weight much better because other people have done better in terms of um, being a number two that is like Valtteri Bottas is competing more with Lewis than what Weber was competing with, with Seb with well, he Seb. was just it was just like literally it, it was, was Seb and then Mark it was just Seb and Mark because yeah, Valtteri does challenge no Lewis. no Valtteri pushes he pushes and he pushes mm, he pushes Lewis he pushes that's the biggest thing like it's not it's not necessarily that we're expecting um, Mark to go and beat Zeb yeah, just to yeah. push him. Yeah, yeah, to push him. And I mean, he did push him to a certain extent. I mean, he did, he does have a, like a couple of race wins and stuff like that, polls. So he did have the pace. He did have the qualities for it. But I mean, over the season, like you'd like, grimace in terms of how the one car is like so far ahead in terms of pace, yeah. just general pace to the number two car. Um, so going back to Lando Norris, him actually getting like oh sorry Daniel Ricciardo. Um, so Daniel Ricciardo started there in his first season. He outperformed Sebastian Vettel, was a four-time world champion. Sebastian Vettel left the team, went to Ferrari. Some argue that he ran away from a fight from Daniel Ricciardo, from this young boy. And so, uh, top of your head. Top of your head, yes. But also, it goes back to that thing when I mentioned, like yeah, when yeah. Ferrari comes knocking, yeah, you answer. Yeah. All right. Um, so, so yes, that, yes was your answer. Yes, yes. To a certain degree. Ooh. Okay. To cool. a certain degree. The thing is, the reason why I say no, no. yes is that. Surprise! Seb, surprise! Because oh. lie. <laughs> no, but I can be. I'm joking. Say, I'm joking. Say, I mean, joking. the reason why I say the same thing uh-huh. is, um, Land versus Charlie Charles Leclerc, 2019, the first time Seb actually got a proper challenge from his a younger teammate who was bad. Who did you replace? Raikkonen. Raikkonen. Yeah, a younger team, a teammate that he was bad. Wheels fell off and jump ship. Okay, even jump ship this time they actually were like, nah, but we good. <laughs> Are you good? We were like, though? We were like, Are you good? good though. though. <laughs> um. So yeah, Daniel Ricciardo is that guy. In comes Max. He competes with Max, but not to the level. And um, like Max, Max is also highly favored by Christian Horner and Red Bull. Um, and his like his car was very unreliable. This is Daniel Ricciardo, so he was like, I, I need a new challenge. Goes to Reynolds, takes a year to settle, right? Um, but in his second year, wipes the floor of Ocon. Ocon understandably comes is coming back from into Formula One after a year sabbatical as well. So you'd expect that. But the way that he did it as well, like you'd expect Ocon to do better last season. But Daniel Ricciardo 
did that and then now he's coming into um, a new team McLaren I think that's also another thing is that those cars aren't easy to drive and like moving from team to team isn't as it's the synchronization between you and the car and you driving the car at its maximum potential won't be as easy because the, the ways that the cars are built the ways that the controls are steering wheel controls um dynamics of the actual board of the car how to attack corners the pace of the car and stuff like that basically those things that are different are the difference like those things that are different from Renault, also from alpine to aston martin aston martin to mclaren mclaren to ferrari ferrari to red bull red bull to mercedes and 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 those things take time to adjust and certain people are going to adjust quicker than others i.e color science you know color science has moved has done or basically gone in that direction that he's went from he went from toro Rosso to mclaren so to so to Renault and then McLaren and now he's at Ferrari and in that Ferrari seat, arguably out of all of the guys who've changed seats, right from yeah, last year, seats that often as well. Yeah. You know, he's changed seats quite that often. So for um, of the guys that who have changed seats from last year, he's the one who's looked most comfortable. He's the one who's performed the best, arguably, you know, for their team and done well for their team. So. I think as much as Daniel Ricciardo has moved like, like a like a bit, I think I don't. I'm not too worried about his lack of pace or his form and stuff like that. I think he's just generally getting used to the car. And next season, especially coming into the new regulation changes, we're going to see a better Daniel Ricciardo, a more feisty Daniel Ricciardo, and a Daniel Ricciardo who can potentially challenge for the title because that McLaren car. I think with the improvements that are going to happen next year. I think they can literally challenge for the, for the four with the regulation changes and the improvements to the car. I think McLaren can challenge. All right, awesome. So now, so right, you've named your dark horse, Lando. Yeah. We've spoken a bit on McLaren just briefly, and yeah. we've spoken about as well Dan Denrick. Yeah. And then you said something interesting, saying that the regulation changes mm -hmm. are going to be huge. So, say run us through, run us through those. What, what can we expect, or like, what are the the changes? Number mm -hmm. one, and what can we expect to happen to the grid, essentially? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll just expand on those two things and just explain what regulation changes are and how they actually happen in Formula One. Oh, so, so there. So, do regulation changes happen often? You, uh, you can say kind of often, like every four to five years, there will be some form of regulation change. If you look throughout the history of Formula One, um, some some ten years or longer than others, like the current turbo hybrid area with this current car regulations or general regulations has been longer than most um, and that's why Mercedes has actually dominated because they dominated from the from the start and they've just built a car that has worked for these entire regulations through and through and, and they've um, lost it and they've lost for it so long. for so long but, yeah. you look at for Red Bull for instance when the regulation came from them they just came off for back to back, back, to to back, back, to back. double championships yeah. you know so Imagine if that reg that those regulations starting from 2010 up until 2014 or 2013, sorry, went three, four years longer, where Sebastian's career would be, where stuff like that, you know. Mm -hmm. I know even um, another regulation change was, but I think around about 2005, 2005, there was a lot of regulation changes around there. Mm -hmm. um, that's when Ferrari's basically, 
basic dom- domination or of that first half of the year or first half of the decade sorry um came about and that's how it basically came to a stop so what regulation changes kind of do is that they make the playing field a bit level in terms of who's who's at the top who's at the back and then from then on it's on you to out develop other people so what i mean by that is that for instance for the previous regulation change from 2013 up until 2014 24 2013 was just um combustion engines like petrol engines right um and then the regulation changed like with some battery use and stuff like that but the regulation changed um into the turbo hybrid era where they have to build turbo hybrid engines that work both off electricity and fuel right and the complexities of those um of those engines is like so great and stuff like that so that's where mercedes got that go ahead that's where they got that advantage in the sense that everyone had to start over kind of to a certain degree i mean yes the people at the front were at the front people at the back were at the back but the people in the middle could actually do something that's special that takes to them to leapfrogging the, them to take to, them to that next level and that that's what mercedes for. did or mercedes was to move your level move your even level. if you're at the bottom as well this is your the into into the midfield yeah. right and that's what mercedes did they were a midfield team before yeah. those regulation changes and nothing was happening for them that much regulation changes come boom, they dominate the rest of the decade just like that seven back-to-back championships that's insane. Um, so what do you? So why? Like, what did they do that other teams didn't do? Mercedes. Yeah. So I think one one thing that they've done is that the reliability of the engine that they've built has been like immense. It's been so great. Like you would hardly have any issues in terms of like you would hardly see a retirement from either Lewis Hamilton, Rosberg, or um, Bottas that is engine related. Right, yeah. so the engine that they've built is like phenomenal in terms of durability, in terms of wear, in terms of speed as well. Right, so what they've done is that they've managed to build their car in terms of what, like in terms of to maximize on an aero point of view, to maximize size and aerodynamics around the car so they've done that the best i think even with the chassis so the chassis of 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 the car like they are ahead of the other teams in terms of chassis built um and how everything i think i think there's something along the lines of there's like in within the engine makeup they line it up differently and that gives them better performance and better like i think less durability but it also takes up less space and the less space you have the more other things you can kind of put in and wait and stuff like that to actually improve you more yeah so they in terms of how they've bought their car on a, in a nutshell that's why that's how they've actually dominated this era that's how they've built their car on top of the engine that they've built so yeah so um, what was proposed then so what yeah the actual regulations so what was proposed i think it was around about 2018 so also within formula one i think i forgot to mention this in the previous episode is that formula one has recent like not recently but in the past five years coming to under new ownership right that's that's why formula one has gone into netflix because the people i think i forgot the media group but it's a media it's a consortium group from america um that bought out the rights of formula one from bernie eccleston right and bernie had to leave and had to leave so they are more 
um, open, they want to broaden out Formula One to the common people. That's why they did the, the documentary Drive that's to Survive. And that's essentially what, why, it's literally been why it's going. They changed the logo, stuff like that. Like small things that are just um, that improving they, that the sport. That, that they think the they should to sell the sport, improve the sport in general. Yeah. So coming under those new like, like levels of ownership. Selling the sport does improve the sport, guys. Like sports is not just about what happens on the field. Yeah. It's never about that. That's why like um like i don't know we shouldn't be as fans we shouldn't be too hard on um things like owner like no no no, owners obviously we can be hard on but certain decisions that like we make for example i remember obviously it's a bad example because united owners are a piece of trash but yeah so um but like when united i know around about 20 2015 2014-ish mm. United started started becoming like a huge like place for like dealerships like um, yeah. I, I know they yeah. used they had a Taguay deal mm. I mean they were just putting their names on it like there was it, just a, anything, anything, and anything and everything anything and everything like, uh, we just went crazy like now and, and but the, th- the problem was obviously Sir Alex left and now performances were going into the mud yeah. but now people are like no it's because people were like no United's too focused on all this market which yeah. you know had an element of truth in it because we know our owners mm. but th- this is something that every business needs to, or every sporting team needs to yeah mm. needs to do mm. i mean the more you put i mean the more you put y- your, your things out there the more fans you'll attract mm. the um, more fans more revenue more fans more revenue it's literally as simple as that because yeah. that's where all the money comes from mm. money doesn't come it doesn't self-generate People, <laughs> yeah, people think like sporting teams self-generate money. Like we yeah. just saw Bloemfontein Celtics getting bought out by for fifty million. I couldn't. Are you guys, you you told me that price yesterday. Yeah, it was fifty million. I was like, that's so little. That is a. But they were under. Whole they were, they were under um, business administration. When you're under business administration, yeah. you're being bought out. Just like it's, it's it, it is what it is. It's tough. You'll take the money that you can take. Fifty million. Imagine. Because they're not making any money. They're not making any money. Doesn't yes. generate, guys. I mean, Just because yeah, you play sure. on Super Sport doesn't mean you're making money. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not it. Yeah. So, um, so regulation. So, with with yeah. the new owners and stuff like that, um, and they felt as though, I mean, even the whole, like the, the entire sport has the, these views that the current cause, um, in terms of wheel to wheel action, it's like it doesn't allow for it because the current cause, it's difficult to follow behind another car in terms of when you're within a second or two right so So the reason so is that the disturbance so um it's 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 what it's it's called dirty air what the car does so in terms of in terms of aerodynamics if you are driving through a pocket of air like i mean air the air that's around if you're driving around a track you're going to drive through a pocket of air Right. that pocket of air is what they do with the way that they build the car in terms of the vinyls and stuff like that like the in, like the intricacies of aerodynamics what that does it channels the air to bring out performance but the way that the air comes out of the car as you leaving that pocket of space makes it worse for the guy makes it work like it and it disturbs the part the, the molecules air molecules basically like oh. a lot but and that also stays for longer or like a, a long time right so now cars behind like cars if you're following us a car it's difficult because now you can't channel that air cleanly through 
all of your pockets of aerodynamics bolts mm. so you're not going as fast and it also overheats the tires as well overheats the tires as well to a certain degree you know over it overheats your tires to a certain degree so in a team that's like okay i don't want to say really bad but like unsurprisingly really bad at following is mercedes a mercedes car cannot follow a car but it cannot follow yeah. a car like and that's why it's so great that they're actually leading they lead most of the time because they don't have to follow lewis hamilton can have a clean race yeah at pole, yeah. have have a, have like a worse car in that weekend than red bull and mercedes sorry and and and, and, and max right but if he's starting ahead and he leads well it's 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 good but if he has to follow Max yeah, for a long period of time, seen, we've seen him. We've seen him struggle when Max is one and and two, yeah. and going into that. So wait, sorry, can I yeah. just go through the actual uh, the regulation regulations. changes? Yeah. So basically, what they've done is that they've changed some sporting regulations in terms of uh, ground effects, the bodywork of the car, engine regulations, new parts in terms of basic classification of parts to stiffen up that pink Mercedes. Um, Scandal, do you remember that scandal yeah, with um, Force India for, no, or no, BWD? No, no, it's not Force India, the other team before after Force India, they were Racing Point, yeah, BWD, yeah, BWD yeah. Racing Point. So, when they basically copied <laughs> the 20 in 2019 Yo. Mercedes champion winning team, that was literally a carbon copy of it, and that things that they weren't supposed to actually, so they just tightened up those regulations around that and then some sporting regulations in terms of testing um testing restrictions and penalties and then they've also applied cost caps so with cost caps is, is what that the big one is this the big regulation now? so the big reg- now the big regulations are basically bodywork ground effects and cost cap yes cost cap is one of the biggest mm-hmm. things so cost cap what it does is that you have a cap in terms of how much you can spend on the team basically yeah. in terms of spending on the boards of the team on yep. salaries on boards of engine on parts I'm a, on, I'm a huge fan of on cap. everything I'm a huge like I'm a huge fan of cap yeah. because how it happens now or before I mean it's currently the cap is currently has been introduced already so it's in play in the it was in play in the 2020 season and the 2021 season mm-hmm. but now like from going forward into from next year 2022 onwards they're going to be strict about the penalties so now they're just putting it through a testing phase basically letting the teams know that it's there, no, it's, it's still coming. there and they can still use and they have to use it but i mean they aren't going to be as harsh if you mm-hmm. go outside Over of the it, board, yeah. outside of the borders yeah. but in seasons to come they will be basically nice. um so cost cap so the yeah, cap- just, just to just to t- like to talk on on cap i th- i think it's a brilliant idea um mm. that is it's one of the biggest levelers because it removes uh basketball do it well all right basketball now things like where a team is located and the team's marketability and things like that those are the things that now matter mm. do you know what i mean mm. like um things like the cap um limits what's happening in football now yeah like yeah. if football teams also had a cap you know things would be a lot better yeah, it would be there'll like, be a lot because, more evenly spread yeah because now you know teams uh like if whoever can spend the most you know is going to do the best essentially city and look at norwich for instance you, did you Imagine see that? The, the amount of money that they, they those two clubs okay norwich is a, is, is a bad example because they've got owners who are kind of spend but like 
Brentford, Watford actually. Watford. No, they don't have money. The the money like the money that they have to their disposal to to, to spend like to you spend. Can't compare just it. So, it's you just so can't crazy. compare it. You know what I mean? It is but so like crazy. what a cap does, it allows every team. Um, or it it's try it's it's because it's it must be a reasonable cap obviously yeah, so yeah. you need you need to cap it so that the rich teams can't overspend yeah but also like the so that the poor teams can actually get to the cap yeah because you don't want to leave cap space because yeah. i know i know cap um so basketball has have salary salary caps yeah and essentially money in basketball doesn't mean too much because uh every team essentially if they want to if they've got space in their cap they can afford to pay the player mm-hmm. what he wants to what he wants to earn do mm-hmm. you know if you don't have the cap space and what not having cap space means or cost cap mm-hmm. means that you know you don't have enough space until you get to your cap if you go over it's harsh i know in basketball the tax that you have to pay is insane the mm-hmm. fines and yeah. penalties yeah they're insane and what you're saying is that in formula one those things yeah, Yo, you are getting penalized, but most teams were like, okay, yeah, no, okay every, with going getting those penalties, and now they're going to put penalties in place. Mm. That means going off the cost cap is not going to be worth it it's anymore. Not going to be worth it. Balance out the playing field. This is going. To, this is actually that's actually a great rule. Just just to just speak on that quickly. Like, um, so like I said, that they've introduced this cost cap right now within Formula One in this season, right? So Ferrari's team principal Mattia Bonotto was complaining about this because. Ferrari has to take a engine penalty and they have to like basically are going to be fined for replacing Charles Leclerc's engine because Charles Leclerc has I think used too many engine components that also engines that are basically allowed for the, the, the year right and he's going to go into his extra um his extra power unit basically um so he was saying that it's unfair that the team is going to be um is going to be taxed and fined whereas charles was not at fault for the crash because this is a crash that happened in hungary oh, when Lance wow. joel came into him wow. so okay now, but like, but you see these are the things but you see these are the things i'm talking about man like hmm. letters of like Rules aren't meant to be fo- like the rules and the laws of the game or the laws of sport aren't meant to be followed to the letter to the T. Like to it's not tea. like guys, it's like a ref. Okay, they're supposed to see something. All right, it doesn't matter what the rules say. Nah, if you're a ref and now you've qualified because why they've put you like in your training, they've put yeah. you in enough scenarios to yeah. trust that you'll make the right decision more than not. Mm. So now you just go and make the decision based on what the game says, guys. Literally. Like in rugby, yes, if you don't use arms, it's a problem. Yeah. But I don't think every every shoulder charge is a is a yellow card. True. Do you True. know what I mean? Yeah. Not every shoulder charge is a yellow card. Yeah. Not every high tackle is a yellow card. Yellow or red. Not yeah. Not 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 every tap tackle. Do you know what I mean? Even even things like um a player is getting tackled in the air. Yeah. Oh, you get tackled if the guy gets up like quickly and he's fi- and it's fine or even the way that he falls just the impact like yeah. some some people yeah, it's just a it's just a guys, bump you but can tell yeah but yeah just get bumped in the air like you just you just late and they still land okay it's like, okay just boom, on the, boom like people fall you know what i mean mm. but so like use your brain like i don't know use your brain <laughs> you have to use like this you have to use it why why the hell would you go and penalize for you know 
And they have to, and they are going to penalize Ferrari. That's, they that's, have to that's be that's the letter of the law. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But it doesn't. It literally makes like it makes yeah. no sense, and it's infuriating. I hate this. Like yeah. I really hate it. Um, another friend of mine um, from high school, Anno, yeah. he always says in rugby. Sorry, it happens a lot in rugby. That's what I'm yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, it happens yeah. a lot in rugby, um, where people get penalized for cleaning out. Right. Yes. Oh but, my God. That one. That one. Oh. And, and he has how are you supposed yeah. to fetch if, like, your head and I clean you out? I clean you. How am I supposed to? Not, how am I supposed to clean you out? How am I supposed to not clean you out if your head is there and like you're the, the one who only put, thing that's Anos, there? Anno like, says. He says if you put your head in dark places, expect to find dark things. Exactly. Well, how else are you going to? <laughs> that's why sometimes, like, bro, there were times where I'm like, should I go for the steal? I look up, there's a big motherfucker in front of me. I'm like, nah, I'm out. not gonna do that because I'm don't want to end up in hospital. Oh, it's your oh, choice. Oh, but now, I now don't know. that's a penalty. Sure, you decided to stay, but you stood, you stayed you at your own risk because risk. you want to win a penalty. That's why fetches are fetches because fetches. they, those are they are the niggas who don't really care. Mm, and they're there. <laughs> but whatever. So cool. yeah, man. Uh, cost cap. So the cost cap is current is going to be at 175 million uh, dollars. That is US dollars. Um, this is on the production, development, and the running of the team, basically. Right. So it's pretty much everything. And then sorry, what was the figure that is going to be cut? 175 million dollars. <laughs> a year. A year. A year. Yeah. A year. Um, and then Ooh. breaches will come with fines. Um, basically hey, fines or fines. Just get a smidge. <laughs> Just one, just, just one. one, one of that one. One seventy-five. One of that one seventy-five. From each team, each team can now have okay, a cap okay, of one. Okay, okay, no. Oh, that'd be nice. Okay. We'll be up. Ooh. We'll get it. Though. A ten, my boy. We own uh, our own team. Uh, what is it? Uh, we're taking, we're taking Formula One to South Africa. Bringing it to stand, South Africa from the stands. From the stands. FTS. FTS. FTS, my boy. FTS. <laughs> Um, yeah, we finished man. last year. <laughs> yo, 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 That's not yo. just something you get into. Yo. Uh, no, <laughs> it's a first Um, breaches are gonna come from are gonna range from like fines up until suspensions in terms of if they are that big, and then also like there's also been reduced costs in terms of your R and D. So what you can actually do with research and development. So they've reduced oh. those costs that you can actually spend on it. Oh, um, that's insane! That's a big one. Yeah, that is that is a big one. That yeah. is a big one because R and D is big in the sport. Yeah, it's huge. Research and literally can take you. Mercedes Benz can take you from. But then that's good because some teams can't afford the amount of exactly. money like that Mercedes can afford. Mercedes probably have a whole R and D department. For, yeah. uh, leave, leave Mercedes Ferrari. Ferrari. Ah, Ferrari. Ferrari is huge. Ferrari, Ferrari is huge. Ferrari for yo. Mm. Yeah, they look like they have tons of money. <laughs> and they still they still make the most money in that episode. Guys, we plugged you on Drive to Survive. You need to go watch that Ferrari episode. That Ferrari episode was in which season? I think it was two? What? No, it was one. Not what not the one that was titled What What Happened to Scudio? Scuderia. Yeah, oh. We have to it's it was the title was we have to talk about Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. Was Matteo I think it? I think that was the it it's the first time I met the boy with the round specs. Oh, uh, that's season two. Yeah, season, season two, two. Season two. Episode yeah. of Ferrari. So season go. Two. What was it? That, yeah, because Ferrari, I don't think Ferrari had. That's when they signed the clerk, yeah. Yes, they didn't have a specific episode on season one. And oh, we yeah, weren't yeah, introduced yeah. to we Matia Bonato yeah. season one. Yeah, so and then, I don't know. Those looked. Yeah, it looked. I would want, yeah. 
It looks so I nice. Told, it looks so I nice said, to be I part of that in team. The in the first episode, everyone wants to drive for Ferrari. There is no Formula One driver. There is no Formula One driver in the world mm. who's never wanted to drive for, for for Ferrari at least once in their life. And to this day, if anyone like if a Ferrari official comes knocking to any driver right now, even Max Verstappen. Last week I said it was even, even Lewis. Even Max. Go, if Ferrari goes to Max, boom, 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 and then like my boy comes to Scuderia. The only no. reason, the only reason Max would say no is if he's teamed up against Charlie. Oh, why would he say no? Because to be a great champion, you kind of you don't need to be battling with your team the whole time. The whole time, you don't need. Yeah, to, you need you a clear number two. Man. You need a clear, not even like not even a clear number two, but even you, the pace between you two, pace and talent between you two must there must be a gap. There must be a gap. Yeah, there must be a gap. Yeah. Like the gap between Lewis and Bottas is okay. Yeah, it's okay. Really okay. But if Lewis were to be paired up with George Russell, for instance, you right. You right. George is that good. George is oh, George is very good, my boy. George is very good. George is having a season and a half. Let's get into George, please. No, let's. Yo, before wait, we get, we're into, get George. into George. Mm. Yeah, before that. Before we get into George, because we have to speak. In, in order for us to speak about George, we have to speak a little bit about Bottas. Okay, yeah, let's go to Bottas. Let's start with Bottas. Let's start with Bottas. Yeah. Bottas, faulty Bottas. First of all, I think Bottas is like a villain because Lewis is perceived to be the hero. What kind of villain? He's oh oh you're saying like a villain villain like yes, to like to most Mercedes people. and Lewis like people like you're not necessarily a villain like that but like people are like how do I put this Bottas has been made not to seem like he's a good driver because of the things that are happening to him. Especially this season, or in, in, in general, throughout his tenure, throughout throughout his tenure, but more so, more so this this year, right? And that, like all of most of the blame when something happens with Valtteri goes to Valtteri and no one else. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the villain. Even when he wasn't at blame, those are, those are t- when yeah. he wasn't at blame, it's never a thing of let's actually protect Valtteri. Yeah, you know. I remember like, something happened at the one stop or something. I don't know, and then. Um, I think Toto came out and said no, Vaggie didn't stop oh. at the right, oh, something like that. I don't know. Oh yes, yes. Um, at at Monaco. Mm-hmm. So in Monaco, Valtteri is in the top. I think he was in the top five or top three. Yeah, he was doing no, well. No, he was in the top three. Yes, yeah. he was in the top three. Well. So that's a podium place. And a podium place in Monaco, like if you stay in the top three, coming out of that pit lane, he was going to stay in the top three the entire race. So mm. he was going to get that podium, right? So Especially in the Mercedes as well. Especially in the Mercedes yeah. as, as well. Like Max was going to lead the race, of course. He was going to finish second, I think. And then Charlie was like, or Sainz, no, someone before Sainz was uh, fourth. Sorry, third. Um, and then Sainz was fourth. And then in the pit stops, he comes in and then the wheel gun literally... So a wheel gun is that they use a like technology, like a, a jewel type of thing to, sure. to un-nut, to un-screw like, the nut. But it's it's like, very it's quick. quick. Very quick. Like they in and out in like 2.5 seconds. On average. Right, and you can literally count one, two... And then they're out. out. That's how stationary Station, yeah. the car Usually is. Out. So, so that thing was because they changed tires in the first yeah, stop, and by they the changed, way, yeah. if you don't know. So they go group, group, that thing doesn't go group, group, and then, but they're going group so much, they actually like they burn out the, the, oh my the thing that actually hooks onto yeah. the jaw, onto the, to the tire jaw. 
so that oh. car that that literally couldn't be the wheel couldn't be taken out off yeah off right and then so and then it was figured out that i mean like there's a, there was an issue with a gun or something like that but at first you have to retire yeah he had to retire because the wheel couldn't come off right so and you have to change all four wheels when you when you make a pit stop, stop yeah. it's, it's 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 a rule within the regulations. You can't change two tires, you can't change oh, three. Okay, you have yeah. to change all four. So his one was stuck. So he had to retire. So he that was a definite P two for him. Retires off the race. What does Toto come out and say? He comes out and say that no, um, Bottas overshot his pit in the, the, the his pit stop, stop yeah. in the pit box, and in the angle of the guy who was the the the, the, the jewel, the like what's this, the the wheel gun guy. Put it at a wrong angle and then that's what basically messed everything that's up BS, and then i mean i think he did later apologize and say no it was Didn't. our fault and stuff like that yeah but like no nah, that's bs the fact that you thought you can come out and say that would never happen if if it was, it was Lewis, Lewis. if it they was Lewis, never that's, even, that's a different story i would never even have thought that's and the only reason story. they apologize is because they're getting backlash on like, yeah, socials they were getting backlash. yeah they were getting backlash so i don't i don't dig the whole apologizing because you're Mm. You know, you're not if, apologizing for shit. It, you're just apologizing because you're getting called out for it. That's yeah. not. A, you don't. You, yeah. you, don't you just want the calling out to stop. To stop. <laughs> yeah, that's all <laughs> you, you want. Be. Yeah. So, hey, but but Bottas has been very unlucky this year. Like, yeah, it's been. It's been like even been even crazy. even in the second second race in Imola, mm-hmm. right? Um, Mercedes weren't doing that great. His setup was also not that great, and I think he did start like P. Like P A P nine, and Lewis started like P two or P one. Actually, Lewis put it on pole. So I remember Lewis put it on pole. So like, I mean, people are starting to like are questioning. I mean, the usual questions come up within the grid because new season, like us as regulation changes end of their season, they know that they have to put Bottas on the spotlight, basically. So they are going to like speak about that, right, and make it seem like okay, wait, why is this gap so big? Bottas is Bottas struggling, should it be George and 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 right? So throughout the race, um also race start, Max pips um Lewis for the lead and leads the whole race. And Lewis was struggling that race. Lewis Lewis wasn't like riding at a great pace compared to Max, right? Um and so wasn't Bottas. Bottas was literally battling with funny enough george russell in like p10 p11 in terms of after their pit stops and that wasn't great for him and then that crash happened i mean yeah. that crash in terms of who was wrong it's very touch and go right which crash um the, the one, one in between, the rain the one in the rain between Bottas and george russell Bottas and george russell yes in at imola Oh, okay, okay. That okay. big crash. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. So even then, Lewis, like Lewis, was lucky in that in that instance, and I'll speak about it more when I when we get to Lewis. But like, Bottas was made to seem like he's like, oh, sorry, Lewis, sorry, the, the crash happens, right? Um, it's a red flag, then it dries out, and then Lewis, being in a Mercedes, comes up in like come out comes out in fresh tires, goes from basically mid table to a podium. And people were like, yo, look at what Lewis can do in that red in that Mercedes car. But Bottas could Bottas couldn't even get past George Russell in P10. Mm-hmm. Like it was different conditions under fresh tires. Yeah. 
Like on a, on a car that Bottas was just struggling throughout the weekend, that doesn't mean like Bottas really doesn't deserve Deserved that seat. seat. You know, like some of the opinions that come out, especially on Twitter. Oh, Twitter no, but Twitter is a horrible space for sports. Oh, but great oh, at the same time. Great at There's the no same middle time. ground. There's no middle ground. <laughs> There's no like, middle ground. The opinions that were coming out of like that come out of, of Twitter whenever something happens with Bottas is just crazy. It's just a lot. After Bottas, my boy, me, I stand by you. I think it's oh, so, next year. Oh, next year as well. I don't, I, 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 I know he's probably not going to get it. Well, but what do you think? Oh, so you don't think George is ready? No, no, George is ready. So, I th- I feel like Bottas has been hard done by. You think it's, his conditions just being made worse, but you'd still swap them? Yeah, yeah. Still, so, no, so, I mean, you still kick Bottas out. If it were up to me, I would have George. I would have George on that seat this season. I would have. Done, <laughs> I would have done that mid season. See now, mid season break. I would have gone to Spa next next race, having. I feel. Dimension. I feel for my boy. I feel for Bottas. <laughs> Unfortunately, I also it feel for him, and I and, and I also feel like that's probably why the reason um it's probably going to be done at the end of the year because they still want to respect him and they still want to do well with him. But yeah, man, Bottas is. Do you think you'll have a seat next seat? Next year? Yeah, we'll have. He's, I feel like he's too good of a driver not to have a seat. Also, like, I also think so, man. This guy is. That guy is a so very many good, podiums. Man. He's a he's a great driver. That guy. Yeah. That guy's a great driver. Yeah. He's a great driver. It's, he's just unfortunate that he's had. Think, he's do, been paid up think? with Lewis Hamilton yeah, and his course. prime. Where do you think he'll go? He will go to. You'll go back to Williams. You'll go back to Williams. Yeah, I had to think about that. Thing is, I have to go through the teams and see can he get in? Can he get in a Ferrari? No, no, no chance. I don't think he's gonna get in 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 terms of science's seat. Can he get in at Mercedes? No, they don't. Sorry, not Mercedes at Red Bull. No, they don't work like that. Yeah, they Aston, don't look like that. Aston yeah. Martin, no, I don't see them changing Lance or Seb. Seb that Obviously, they're not changing Lance, but they're not changing Lance. Well. Seb is doing well, very well for you them. Almost, you, had, you should have had a P two. You would rather have a four time champion than someone who's won multiple second Grand Prix, yeah. Grand Prix, and and a couple of second places. Alpine, don't think so. Ocon and Alonso seem to be a great pair. They seem to like each other a lot, mm, uh, and they see, yeah, they, see, they have a good relationship yeah. together. And obviously, from what they've just done this Literally weekend, like the, the last or, weekend, I think um, um, Al- Alonso has shown that. He's literally willing to do anything for for the team for the team for the team. And funny enough, that and he's willing to use his like championship, like mind and skill mm. to do anything for the, for the that's, team. That's an incredible and, asset. And that's have. something people doubted from Alonso. They've seen Alonso's been kind of throughout his career. This guy is kind of like selfish, and I mean, we spoke well, about, about his scandal. Yeah, scandal. But also, he's been perceived to be that selfish, <laughs> that guy who. Throws his toys out of his out of the pram when Isn't things are not happening or going well and stuff like that. So what he's doing for this team and the attitude that he's ca- is coming in terms of perceived attitude. I mean, we don't know what happened in those behind previous teams exactly. behind the scenes, but now what we're actually seeing has impressed a lot of people in terms of his attitude. So great on Alonso. He's having another fancy. He's having a fantastic, fantastic season. season yeah. So everywhere else, I think I don't think. Uh, McLaren? McLaren or no, I don't know McLaren. No, 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 it's not going to McLaren. I think if McLaren were ballsy enough, they would. Over who? Over Denrick. No, that's a bad move. Really? That's a bad move. So you like you? You very confident I, in Denrick? I think Denrick is a better driver than Valtteri Bottas. Who? In the same machinery, Denrick beats Valtteri Bottas. Ooh. Ooh. I know. <laughs> I know. So, okay, so. 
Okay, yeah, that was that was interesting. That was that that was very interesting. Um, okay, so, but I feel like Dan Rick would have been gone if he was a rape driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have. You been. know what I mean? He would have been. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I know he would have been. He would have been. Um. All right. So wait. So all right. So we've done. We've gone McLaren. Done Ferrari. Um. We've done Red Bull. Mercedes. Um, a bit of Mercedes. No, 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 no. We're talking about Red Bull. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Find the seats. Aston um, Martin. Yeah, done Alpine. So the main three teams are Williams, Haas, and Alfa Romeo. I don't see him going to Alfa Romeo. I don't think that's. No, not no. that that. Team. I mean, you can't really say that team doesn't suit him, but it doesn't at the same time. You know. Yeah. Um. And then Hass as well. Hass is committed to yeah, committed make Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin. Mazepin bring in the big bucks and then make obviously big bucks. Yeah, big bucks. Yeah. And that's yeah, that's really important, guys. Like, big bucks, especially for those teams. That I mean, that that's oh, irreplaceable. Yeah, like yo, a team you like need that cash even make like Mick us, brings yeah. in money because yeah, of the name of Schumacher. Name Schumacher yeah. He brings in money, but so, make yo, they've got. Mm. Mazepin, mean. Mazepin, yeah, yeah, Mick, Nick. I said Nikita, sorry, Nikita. Oh, sorry. Oh, Nikita, oh. not Mick. Yo, Nikita, Mazepin, a lot. Um, Yo, and then Williams and Williams. I mean, Williams will will have lost a driver with George Russell. So yeah, I mean, the seat is there. He's been he's been to the team before. Uh, might as well take them into the new well. era as that the best, the better driver of the two. Because yeah. I mean, Why not? he would be better than Nicholas Latifi. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yo, that's a very good analysis, actually. Um, yeah. All right. So we've looked at the two understudy, underst- or one understudy who's understudies. not performing to par. Let's okay. look at the other. Uh, Sergio Perez. Okay. For Red Bull in the second seat for Red Bull. Sergio Perez. Ish. What's my opinion of Sergio? My opinion of Sergio is very mixed because, in terms of qualifying performance, he's on similar pace, just a bit better than what Gasly and what Albon were doing in comparison to Max. Mm-hmm. So he's still kind of off the pace because I think he's like four tenths off the pace on average in terms of qualifying speed. Mm-hmm. And on the same car, that is a big difference. Yeah. I mean, Gasly was binned for being five tenths off, and so was Albon, right? Yeah. In terms of qualifying pace. So, in terms of qualifying pace, he's within that bracket of Alex Albon and Pierre Gasly in terms of performance. However, he's doing very well on race day, and I think that's that's something that we need to, when we think about Sergio Perez, we need to take into consideration that. He's never been a very good qualifier or a great qualifier, but his racecraft and his like his drive on the Sunday, where it does matter the, uh, the most at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like what you do on Sunday wins you the points. You, there are no points on Saturday. I mean, expe- besides the sprint qualifying thing, but there are no points on a Saturday, mm. right? So what matters is what you do on a Sunday. So his performances on a Sunday have been very good. I've I've been very impressed because yeah. as it stands, I think he's got one podium in France, um, couple of P4s and stuff like that. I think he's even sitting, he's even sitting in the top, 
you can argue to, oh, he's in the top five with 104 points so he's battling for p3 technically mm-hmm. being nine points behind lando yeah you know, as much as i said earlier on that i'm very disappointed like uh, sorry lando's doing great at the end of the day you'd expect valtteri and sergio perez i mean argue like in at, an at, ideal world at three and four at three and four with Lando at five, but I yeah. think Lando's also doing great. So his points are very good in terms of his what he's doing on on Sunday is is, is like surpassing expectations, I think. And I think going forward, I think he's the probably the drive. Like him and Gasly are the guys who can be gunning for that red ball seat in terms of next year. But from the looks of it and from the sounds in terms of what you're hearing from Christian Horner, from Helmut Marko, is that like they're change. very happy or they're not they're not as willing or comfortable with Pierre Gasly. And they're very happy with the job that Sergio is doing. Because now they are also competing in the Constructors' Championship. And that's yeah. the issue that they've been having. Is that Max can win you the... Can, is, there's can like, challenge for In the, the past, like last challenge. season, the podium was Max, Bottas and Hamilton. And then you'd find that Alex Albon is like P6 or P7. Yeah. You find like Gasly in when you know, so Gasly when he was doing that same thing P6, P7, yeah. P8 sometimes. P8 sometimes. Like races that you like. That's not what they. That's not what they're trying to do. That's you need both cars team. competing in the front, and that's what Sergio Perez mm. is doing. He's yeah. competing in the front and he's helping out. Like even even in France when uh, Perez got that podium, his strategy in terms of going long in his first stints allowed like him to work in tandem with max so that they can secure double podium and a win for max yeah and that's literally that's all what they're that looking for is looking that's for. all they're looking for they're looking for that because if max, they can do that every race they've won they've won constructors and they've won max drivers. is good enough to be a, a champion at the end of the year yeah, he just needs a number two yeah there was one race where we didn't see max for the whole race austria yeah it was austria yeah. We, didn't austria. Ma- we didn't see max for the whole race that oh, was, he was out in front, by the way. Nothing was happening. You forgot that that he he was he was out there. So yeah, man. In terms of Sergio, I'm I'm very impressed in terms of how he is, um, how his season has gone. Uh, so yeah, man. That's it. All right. Um, wow, wow. What a what? What a take. Yeah. Again. What a take. What a Again. Take. Uh, no man. No man. It's been good. We're doing well. So, all right. So we need to move on. All right. You've spoken about Max. We've spoken about his pace and how yeah. obviously now that Lewis has had a good second quarter of the year. Yeah. Because first quarter Max was was piping everybody. Yeah, yeah he was piping everybody. Yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was looking it was looking a bit scary. Like it was yeah. looking like yeah. Mercedes were in trouble. Yeah. They were in big trouble. And that's the first time I've I mean like you can argue twenty seventeen as well, but no, 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 they, 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 yeah, they did they didn't look like it really looked like Ripple was going to do a mother yep. and then ripple had a had a few unfortunate run-ins mercedes capitalized on that now mercedes is out in front and um in the lead yeah halfway, halfway through halfway through the season um and essentially it's a you know it's a two-horse, two-horse race, race yes. for number one yeah. so we've got max we've got lewis say so what what do you make of lewis's season so far so I mean I, I mentioned it briefly that I think Lewis is the first time being in a proper title challenge since 20 in terms of with someone out of his teammate in that Mercedes car since 20, 2017 um, coming into the break and post break because like, I mean 2017 was very tight and 
Seb Vettel had like a great start, a great first half of the year in the Ferrari. Lewis, in the Ferrari, and Lewis was also good here and there and stuff like that. But the second half of that, coming from the break, I think Vettel had the biggest stroke of bad luck. I think he had four DNFs, mm. and in each of those four DNFs, did not finish. Lewis did not finish. So he did not finish the race, so he didn't get any points, and Lewis got a podium. In all four of them. In all four of them. And I think I may be corrected. I'm saying podium now because I think it's all four of them he got a race win. Yeah. But I'm not 100 percent sure. But he did get a podium in all four of them. <laughs> so the t- the championship just flipped and yeah, but yeah, besides that. They couldn't you know, recover from that. You no, know, like Lewis Lewis Lewis's year has been good. I think he's like I said he's had the challenge from a different teammate now and it's bringing up new challenges because like I mean it's easy to challenge Bottas and it's easy to sometimes just have like be Lewis you know at your prime you know you're gonna st- you start ahead you're gonna get the better strategy you get the better strategy you win the race mm-hmm. like that's probably just how it's gonna go if your strategy is trying to flop toward like from midway towards the end of the season you're just getting better strategy yeah like Bottas is gonna to be told to move like to to you know, watch us move out of your way basically and mm. stuff like that so now right. it's, it's it's a proper challenge from somebody and, who's just as ambitious to win exactly and who's who's getting the enough the right backing to win and he's getting the right backing as Max. Yeah. Like at Red Bull, Red Bull have been hungry to win for so long. Oh, I mean, even under Max, they want to do it under Max so bad. You can see, not like I don't even think it's under Max. It's, do you know what I think it is? Like obviously watching that um, that that docu series and as well like seeing how Horner is and his personality. Mm, mm. I felt like because he was there with Seb. Yes, he was. They, he was exactly. Yeah. And what happened is that he just tasted success, and he's just he doesn't he wants to go and back. He, 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 he's like he's suffering from withdrawal. Oh, okay. And he'll do like anything, anything to get it back. And you can see, and not not anything in a bad way at all. Mm. I'm just I'm I'm. This is a compliment to his competitiveness. Yeah. Because yeah. he's not the type of guy to want to fuck around and just no, just let know, it be, be content with be no. saying no ways. No. I feel like after he touched uh, that back to back. Double. Back to back to back. Yeah, he's just been like, and then because it, it went, and then it just went for away from him for seven years, and it's been going away from him, and it, it went away to a point where he couldn't, like, he couldn't compete. Like, it was tough for him to compete, yeah. and for someone who's and gone, like, who's tasted that su- that level of success, to go to a point where you can't even, to a certain degree, compete, compete. it probably, it probably, it, you can hurts. see, you can see him, you can see so it in him. Do he's, a lot actually, he's like, compete no. at least, and, and I think that's what they and, actually. Just and his character was just like no. So him, and then with Max as well, who's probably one of like the most. Um, like ambitious drivers I've seen. Like that guy is just like, you can just see it in his eyes, man. He's <laughs> yeah, just, an, yeah. he's just, he's an ass and he's an animal. Do you know what I mean? Like he's, he's ruthless on the track. Yeah, dog. He's just got that. Like he just, nah, bro, nigga. I'm, I'm gonna win this race, but like, I'm trying to win, dog. I'm trying to be the best. Mm. And you know that that kind that stuff, right? It's an intangible that's not in every sports no, sportsman. It isn't. Not every sportsman wants to be the best. There were no. times where. You know, I say this, and it's not a, it's not a slander because there were times where I was content with not being the best as yeah, well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that was more because it was out of my reach. Obviously, now you play with crazy talents and people. You just got to be realistic. But <laughs> it is, you know, it is what but it if is. If you are crazy talented like that, you got to be able exactly, to back yourself. Exactly. You got to be able exactly, to, like, to go and want to be the best. Yeah, and even some I, people some don't people have. Some people are it. talented and they just, and they don't, just don't, don't have want. The drive. Yeah. And they don't. They don't have to drive. They're just mm-hmm. content with. They are. They are drivers in the F1 circuit yeah. who are okay with. 
driving for AlphaTauri and those teams yeah. for the rest of their lives. Do you know what I mean? Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah. Kimi Raikkonen says that driving Formula One is a hobby to him. Yeah, he's just one. doing it. Just he's forty-one years old this year. He's just doing it just because he doesn't have anything else to do, basically, and that's what he enjoys to do. And he's and still he's, capable. He's of good at that. And he's still good at it. He's still really he's, good at it. He's his team is Joe and, and yeah, Joe Fernandez. Yeah. Mm, so he's still very good. So that that is really a, that is really a thing. Yeah. That is really a thing. Um, so Lewis, I mean, yeah, man, Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. There was a point in terms of where when Max was just wiping the floor with everyone, and you could just tell that like Lewis is in trouble, Mercedes is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned it before. But what has happened in the last two races in terms of Silverstone in the Hungary ring, the British Grand Prix and the Hungary the Hungary Grand Prix, has flipped the table on its head. On its head with the drivers and the constructors. Yeah. In the drivers tri- in the chi- drivers championship, I think Max was something like 32 points ahead. Mm. 32 points is more than a race win when the other person doesn't score a point, right? What does Lewis Hamilton do in Silverstone? Race win when Max doesn't score a point. Because Max crashed. So let's let's dive into let's, let's dive, dive into, into that, that crash. Dive into that. So what had happened? All right, you're going to hear my side of the story just briefly. Mm. And then we're going to hear say this brief side of the story. Yeah. Also, I just want everybody to know, say that does not like Lewis. Yes, I don't. Yes. I don't. He doesn't like Lewis. And it's not because, you know, Lewis is good looking or, he's, or any crazy thing like that. It's just because Mercedes have been dealing and he's yeah. a Ferrari fan. Literally. It literally makes yes, sense. That's the only reason. It I makes mean. sense. It makes sense. And it's right. Like every fan... If he drove for if he drove for anyone else and Mercedes was dominating, I probably wouldn't hate him. I would just be non like I'll be just content yeah. with him and like not have an opinion. Yeah. But because he drives for Mercedes, no, it yeah. doesn't do it for me. So, yeah, sorry. So yeah, so what had happened? Yeah, so in Silverstone, that's the race, that's the England race, England's race. British, yeah, British, British yeah, British. those people, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those ones. Thirteen like percent um, of our listeners, eh, on Spotify. Those lovely people. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely place. Great weather. Um, Great. <laughs> so that race, that's Lewis's home uh, Grand, Grand Prix. Prix. Mm. What had happened? Okay, I'm just going to explain it briefly. Max and Lewis were racing. Right. No, yeah, Max and Lewis were racing. Yeah. Max is first place. Lewis is second. This is coming out of like the, the, the like the start just went beep, 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 poof, lights are out. Yeah. They're going. And then they go, yeah, I, don't, I can't explain it. Sadly, this is probably going to use all these fancy terms to try and confuse you. <laughs> <laughs> but what had happened was Lewis trying to make a move, went inside. As he was going inside, Max didn't see Lewis or saw him. Nah, or I, there's a part of me that thinks he didn't see him, but I, I highly doubt it because it was them too, obviously trying. But what I do know is that um Max there was a time where Max could have pulled out there was a time where Lewis could have pulled out and Max That's was ba- was <laughs> sorry sorry I had to I had to sorry the time Lewis and Max could have pulled out <laughs> yeah of you know of the corner whatever and Max was thinking that um Max thought Lewis would Lewis thought that Max would and 
who actually um and what actually happened nobody did and then there was a crash and then Lewis went into into the wall no right. max max went into the wall Lewis was sorry fine. max sorry sorry yeah. max went into the wall max right and at the end of the day right if you as a like as a sports person all right you guys have been in situations where you you're just like no effort he must be the one to give way or vice versa and mm. i think that is sports mm. do you know i think that is sports mm. so you know from my eye watching watching that from my eye i thought nothing was wrong obviously lewis must have broken a rule otherwise he wouldn't have gotten the penalty yeah all right which and you'll explain it better yeah. all right because you got a what 10 second penalty 10 second penalty yeah so but i feel like that is just that is just sports and in this instance that is just racing out uh, they even one of the, the team principals or something mm. uh, i think for austin austin martin the um, austin, that yes o, his name um, starts with an o odd masafna yeah yeah um the austin and he's like if that isn't a racing in- incident i don't know what is mm. Now he has said a story. <laughs> he has some salt. So before before and I start here, Kanye knows my opinion of Lewis, and he's heard my opinion of on this incident that he's explained now. Right? I'll just give just added more context to it is that Lewis. So this was the first race in which they tried out the sprint qualifying format. So sprint qualifying means you, you do a, a race before the race. That's a qualifying basically, but yeah that's that's another thing to story for another day so lewis qualifies in pole for the sprint race and then max wins the sprint race means he's qualified on pole for the race right and the pace that max and repo had in silverstone had max led the had led the race after lap one the race was chai for lewis basically because you wouldn't be able to catch max wouldn't be able to catch max wouldn't be yeah. able to pass you guys don't know how quick that red bull, is. <laughs> that red bull car is very quick yeah, so going into this weekend just take just bear this in mind that max and red bull were favorites for winning that grand prix and probably coming home with the fastest lap in terms of four hole 26 points right so lewis knew this mercedes knew this that they had to pass max in the first lap and that's why lewis was that aggressive because he had to pass Max. So coming into the corner, as you've mentioned, Lewis, I mean, the way that they were, so it was a fast, so there's different, there's three different types of corner, just to also touch on that. There's a fast corner, there's a medium speed corner, and there's a slow corner. Slow corner, you that you going around the corner slowly, yeah, slowly medium, yeah. medium pace, fast corner. That was a fast corner, right? Man, corner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the pace that you go moving. through at that corner, you. You, you most of the time you go through flat out mm. like foot f- pedal to the metal yeah you can see that the floor, right so the line that lewis was taking Sorry, is, is cops corner the name of that the particular name, corner the name of at that, that track at that track oh okay, cool at that track because I, I was thinking when it was being said every track has a cop corner no or whatever. no 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 it's at it's at that track okay that's interesting. so so different tracks that's in the nice, world yeah. have their actual the, names for or not only just each corner or, cert- or certain some like of them each corner, corner some of them whole whole circuit so for instance like it's more your traditional tracks your traditional tracks so for instance silverstone every corner has its own name I that's think. cool that's cool right. yeah and then but like others right. don't necessarily um so going into that corner lewis's line was not the best line to take that corner as fast as you can 
mm-hmm. and that's basically that's basically summarizing the racing line. Racing line is the line in which you take the corner in terms of entry speed, mid mid corner speed, exit speed, and that's you want to maximize all of those speeds throughout the corner, right? So the line and, that and that's called taking, the racing line. That's the call. That's called the racing line. So the line Lewis was taking was not the racing line. Max was not also on the racing line, but he was closest to the racing line. He mm-hmm. was closer to the racing line than what Lewis was, right? So, and you see that by Max. So as, as like Max tries to squeeze Lewis, but then he gets back towards the left. As if you were to see the steer, the, the camera, the, the steering shot, he actually goes a bit left before he takes the corner, right? This is Max, right? So going into that corner, I think ultimately, that was racing. In my honest opinion, that was racing. That was, it wasn't a racing incident because um, Lewis did lock up his, like he, bre- he broke too late for the racing line that he was taking, taking into consideration that someone, was, someone else was there. Broke too late, understeered and bit into Max and that caused a crash, right? He got a 10 seconds, got a 10 second penalty, which I also think in all fairness, that was the most, like, that was the best, or the, like, the most appropriate penalty that he could have gotten, right? The issue is, is that Max was going to that corner first, Lewis crashed him out, and now Max retired from that race, Lewis went on to win. Win with faster slap. That 26 points I was talking about That's earlier a 26 on. 26-point Swing. Swing swing big swing right that happens so now you're like okay wait did Lewis do it on purpose Twitter sports being toxic as it is that's the narrative that came from Max fans is that no he did it on purpose yeah of course Max fans are going to say and people who Lewis Lewis fans were like nah Max was the one who drove into it Mm. into it at the end of the day, it was it's, it's racing, guys. Those, Man, niggas, that was, those, that those guys, racing. and and the thing, the, the issue is that what, what we must understand as fans is that these, like some of the decisions that these guys make, they are split second too late in terms of making that decision or too early. Things can go wrong. Mm. Things can go wrong, and that's literally what happened with that corner. Lewis was at fault, but things like I don't blame him for trying to take that corner. Yeah. I don't blame him for being that aggressive. I don't blame him for Max crashing out. Yes, it was very unfortunate. Yes, it was very dangerous. We're thankful that Max is okay. But it is what it is. It is what it is. It is the lucky is. thing about Lewis, and Lewis, guys, Lewis is very lucky. Lewis is very, very lucky. The lucky thing about Lewis is that that, that race was red flagged. As in the race had to be stopped so that they can actually fix the barrier. So Lewis, the damage that he got to his car from that crash, like the team was able to fix, to fix it. it. And make flip his car it around, peak. Flip it around a week later or two weeks later in Hungary. Max, his damage, they couldn't fix his damage. And he was struggling throughout the race. I think you finished P9. Bottas is a real one. <laughs> but this is a real one. You see what I mean? <laughs> like you see, both races had a red flag. Yeah, but, but Lewis was, was able to fix, fix his car his... and get up, uh, like to the front. Oh, but Max couldn't do that. Scenes. You know, and now the championship is like Lewis is ahead of I think um, so, no, eight points, something, yeah. something like eight maybe, points. Maybe maybe less. That's all yeah, right. something along those lines. Or maybe so, it's less in the constructors. Yeah, it's less in that. Uh, so wait, so currently Max is on one eighty-seven, Lewis is on one ninety-five. So that is eight yeah. points. Yeah. And then constructors. Um. So constructors, 
108 plus oh, at least a lot of maths but yeah. think, but but Mercedes is ahead because yeah. both both Mercedes drivers are ahead both Red Bull oh, drivers. Red Bull drivers yeah. So look look at those two races like the championship has swung around in those two races heavily in Lewis's favor in terms of Max DNFing at Silverstone not collecting a single point whereas yeah. Lewis got 26 and then in the second one Lewis ended up finishing P2 because of Sebastian, oh, Sebastian Vettel's yeah. was his disqualification. And Max finished 10th, I think. Or P9. P10. P9. I think it was like P9. Yeah. I think it was going to be P10, but then got promoted yeah. up. So P9. That's like, what's, um, eight. I think he did get faster slap as well. So that's 19 minus 2. 17 points. 17 points plus 26. That's a big turnaround. <laughs> big turnaround just in two races. Where you thought that Max was just torching everyone and he was he was he was he, was. he really and was torching everybody. another thing which you must consider they is that, that, that mercedes car is very good like what what like it that mercedes car is way too good for the mclaren or the ferrari yeah. so what happened to leclerc at silverstone when he was leading the whole race and lewis pitted pitted for a fresh set of tires he can do that because that car can do that and he was in clean air lewis in clean air he was just going. When he got up to Bottas, they told Bottas, Bottas, move aside. He didn't even have to battle Valtteri Bottas. And they did it at the point where they would lose the least time at a straight. Yeah. So, like, Lewis's drives are great, guys. Don't get me wrong. It's, but but it's that, a combi- car, it's a, that car But it's a combination it. of him driving the car as well. It is. Of both... Like that's why it's such a team sport. You it, know? Is that's a team what sport. We it is a team sport. It is a team sport. Mercedes Azul is such a good team. They like, are they're very, very good. They are very, they're very well run. They are very well run team. Yeah. Like, yo, no, they've won don't. seven cha- championships back. Yeah, back you don't just back. do that. You don't just do that. Just, just. Yeah. Yeah, man. So Lewis, I think, I think, I think Lewis is gonna have in terms of if we're looking ahead. Yeah. Of Lewis, how the season's gonna how pan season's out. Gonna Lewis, I think, will win the championship because Lewis Ooh. genuinely has better second halves to the year than, like, in general, in terms of reliability, race wins, stuff like that. Second half Lewis is... Second half Lewis is a lot. Yeah. Second half Lewis is a lot. And he really makes mistakes. When he's tuned in, he really... really like, it will take a lot for Max to win this championship. I think Max is very much capable. I think Red Bull is capable of doing it. But I think in the end, I don't think it's going to happen. In terms of my honest opinion, I don't think it's going to happen. I would like it not to happen. I want, Ma- I honestly want Max to win. Fuck Max. I want Max to win this championship, my boy. I want Max to win this championship. Uh, we know we're not going to get into the politics. <laughs> but fuck Max. <laughs> yeah, but in terms of the rest of the fields, I think I'm going to look at constructors. I won't look at drivers because that's it gets too complicated. Yeah. Um. I think Mercedes will finish P1, even though I think Max can will win or can win the championship. I think Lewis will win it, in my opinion. Two will be Red Bull. Three will be. Ah! So our teams are fighting for P3, <laughs> McLaren and Ferrari. I think it'll be Ferrari. I honestly think it'll be Ferrari. Do you know why? I, like I also agree, and I think it's going to be because of Dan Rick. Yeah. 
Like Dan Rick is going to be Unfortun- if, unfortunately, 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 like unfortunately. if Dan Rick could pull out P sixes and P sevens, I think. Yeah, you still I, in the I, fight. Because uh, Lando's can do a P3, P5. Yeah, Lando's can. Anywhere from P3, P5 is yeah. where I expect Lando to finish yeah. every week from now on. Yeah. Literally. And I, I expect the same of Charlie. Yeah. I expect the same of Charlie. Exactly. Claire. Exactly. It's, it's just now on the number two to actually it's, pull the There are some talented drivers. Yeah. There are some talented drivers. Um, okay. I think, so then, therefore, McLaren's going to be number four, number five. Yeah. I think. But no, McLaren's going to die for Rory, though. I'm not real though, but it's cool. <laughs> I think number five, number five is going to be Alpine. Number six, Aston Martin. Number seven, Alpha Tari. I think Yuki Tsunoda is Pierre Gasly was doing like way too much work there. Number eight, I think will be Williams. I think Williams will f- actually. Williams over Alpha Romeo. No, no, no. Alpha Tari. It's going to be Alpha Tari, Alpha Romeo, Williams, then has. Yeah. Okay. Alright guys, so that wraps up, you know, our Formula One crash course. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I hope you guys get into it. I hope mm. you love it. Yeah. I hope you learn to love it. I hope you're patient with it. Yeah, it does need patience, but you will learn a lot and you will actually get into it because it's very exciting. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. And as for always, guys, it's it's a huge it's a huge privilege um being here with you guys, listening you guys listening to us. You know, we do this yeah, for. Yeah. You know for you as well so the more you like subscribe share listen tune in and enjoy the bigger our smiles are going to be yeah definitely yeah. so um please make sure you follow the podcast on twitter on instagram and you follow on youtube um the links will be in the description and the handles and yep. um make sure you follow me on instagram at kanyo underscore or on twitter at Kanyo underscore Mafunda, I think. Yeah. And for myself, us, yeah, myself at, at Frank Ocean. At Blonded, I think that, <laughs> Blonded. That's, that, that's his thing on um that's Frank Ocean's oh, Instagram yeah, yeah. handle. Instagram at Blonded. Yeah, I'm yeah, checking. But, um so I mean for the people who are on YouTube, you can see. Uh um, why, why is it Frank oh, Ocean? Hi, I have gone blonde, you know, brandy blondes have more fun. <laughs> yeah man um my socials at underscore sandy so z a underscore uh both on instagram and on twitter uh make sure you guys do follow us do keep up the support uh really enjoying it and yeah man it's been great welcome back to youtube um and we'll see you next week cheers Thank you.